Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. You're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Thanks for joining us. Hope you're enjoying your day. Um, I had a great day yesterday, by the way. I was just thinking about it. Me and a friend drove up to the mountains, this place called Suncadia, where it's sunny 300-something days of the year. It's beautiful. And we played some golf with some other friends up there, and God, it was awesome. I love I love road trips. I love driving. We played music the whole time. We talked. It's just... I would uh, have to say, summertime is my favorite, and one of the reasons why is that you create all of these amazing playlists. Like, you get in the mood. Like, different seasons bring out different moods, and you make the best summer, best summer playlist, and best Christmas playlist. Yeah, we love playlists. My daughter Serenity is a music connoisseur. Caleb, our son, literally just introduced me a new song today, a new song by Ed Sheeran. Man, look at this trio. Ed Sheeran, um, Chris Stapleton and Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars. Oh my gosh. The name of the song is called Blow. I'm not sure where they're going with that, but man, it's like a rock and roll throwback. It's it, good. It's pretty Musically, legit. It's genius. It's yeah, really good. Yeah, I love good music. But speaking of playlists, yeah. what is your top favorite, I don't know, songs right now? Like, what are you listening to? Like, if you're getting in the car and cruise, what totally. is what is your go-to? I love that question. Okay. I mean, I have so many. I actually have a playlist. Um, you can follow me on, what's our account name? If you're on Apple Music, you can follow us on, okay, don't follow us. My daughter's like, dad, do not open that up. But some people <laughs> share playlists with us and you can like, if you share playlists, you can see my playlist. I have a playlist called Be In The Moment. That's why I titled it. And it's all my top songs right now. So I have a Sunday morning song for the last three years. It's been by, um, what's his name? Isn't it Gosh. Easy? Easy Like Sunday Morning yeah. by um, Vic. Help me the out. The old Vic guy. Soundcheck. Not, I always want to say Leon Patillo, but it's, it's not. It's Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. Uh, Leon Patillo was the Christian version of Lionel Richie <laughs> for all the people back in the day. Um, Lionel Richie's Easy, and I like Boys to Men's version of it. And that's been my Sunday morning song. But recently, there's this new song that my daughter introduced to me. I've never heard of this group. They're it's called Surfaces. Good. Um, I'm going to play it right now. It's. Hey, feeling good. Um, like I should, like I should. Hey. When in Dirk, we walk around the neighborhood. Get it? Uh, yeah. Feeling blessed. So blessed, so blessed. Never stressed. Never stressed. Never stressed. Anyways, that's my uh, number one Sunday that's song. That's good. Yeah, I mean, you can run Sunday's to that. Best. You can drive to that. You can chill with that. Um, Sunday's best. Okay, I'll read from my playlist right now. I'm loving right now. Um, another one. I mean, this is crazy. I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> My daughter, she shows me songs I love. It's by the Jonas Brothers. I'm going to shoot myself in the head. It's called Only Human. Oh, I want to hear that. Play Great it. beat. Um, I mean, I could. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It's just oh, like, you know, got oh. that groove, you know. Hey. Right, it's pretty good, right? Hey. Um, Anderson Pack. I cannot vouch for him. He's super explicit. He's got a song called Come Down, Ride It Till It's Over. Gosh, he's good. Tadao by, how do you say the name? Masago, Masajo, Something. I don't know. That's a great one. Emmett Finn does covers. He covered the song Yellow by Coldplay. Yes, I've been play listening it. to that. that. No, I'm not playing it right now, babe, but I've been listening to that on repeat. Um, I even got into Dre here recently. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll remember this. Oh. Hey, hey, this hey. is so good. Throw it back, son. Uh. I'm not sure if he's going to curse. So yeah, those are some. Um, for those people who like really kind of eclectic music, old school, cool music, there's this group called the Primitive Radio Gods. They have a song called Standing Outside a Broken Phone Booth. Um, 
that is a great, great song. See what I'm right saying? Best playlist ever. Now hit it. Oh. Come on, somebody. Yeah. You guys want this yeah. playlist. You, you know, know you do. You know. Pretty sure the curse too. I got to stop that. So yeah, that's some of my songs. Thanks for asking, babe. We should do a whole podcast. But you on like all the genres. Music. You love all the genres. It's not totally. just like um, hip hop. Not just rock. Not just old. Not Chris just Stapleton's Tennessee Whiskey. I don't know if that's country. That's the only country I will listen to. Yeah, that not so much into country. That's probably the least genre you're not into is is country. The song. Someone asked me the other day if you could only listen to one song for the rest of your life, which was a really a tough thing. question. I did the live version of Gravity by John Mayer. Is I'd your probably ultimate. just listen to that. If that, I mean, that wouldn't be sufficient, but I'd probably just go with that bad boy. It's so good. What version is it? It's his live version. Okay. He does the song Gravity, but he did it live. Um, I can't remember which one it was, on the Continuum album or something like that. It's so good. And you even, last night on our date night, you had a, uh, we always have a date night playlist, yeah, a romantic playlist. That's true. Which is the best. I do have a date night playlist. It's very good. I was playing a song from Paris. It was kind of cool. Very good. You wanna, Miles Davis is great. Do too. you want to play that real quick for the listeners? Um, it's kind of hard to find. Miles Davis is legit. If you don't know who that is, a little bit of trumpet, a little bit of. Anyways, so hey, what are we talking We're about? We're talking today? the secret. What are we going to call this? The secret to his heart, to oh, a okay, man's yeah. heart. So we want to do part two. We did her secrets, yep. and now we want to do his secrets. And it's kind of like. We talked about the secret to a woman's heart, and now we're talking about the secret to a man's heart. And, and kind of you know, secrets like practically and romantically. Romantically and practically yep. speaking. Two categories. So two how categories. Do you, so the question is that you're asking, I guess, is how do what's the secret to a man's heart romantically? romantically. And you're going to say what you think, and I'll kind of tell you, like, I think that's true. And then what you think the secret to a man's heart is practically. Yep. Well, so, let's yeah. start with romantically. Yeah, that, let's start I think with that matters the most yeah. for Jump on in, man. I, I will tell men. you, I don't know how I did on our last podcast. I think I did pretty good. Yeah, you crushed it. I did? I don't know if I'll crush it like you, but I'm going to do my best. Okay. I'm going to do my I'm, very I'm, best. I'm going to give you an honest grade. So, uh, a secret to a man's heart romantically, I would say the first thing is sex. Well, amen, sister. <laughs> okay. I would not argue. Got it. Sex, uh, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, Which sex, is so different from a secret to a woman. Sex is heart. a big deal for men. A hundred percent. It is the biggest deal. <laughs> um, I don't know what the stat is. They say men, maybe it's teenage boys, think about sex every 13 seconds. True. I mean, I don't. Is that really true? That's craziness. Something like being sexual? married to you. Yeah. I have a sexual thought. Like I don't, I don't dwell and have a thought. I don't have a fantasy, but like, I think at any moment in any given hour on any given day in any given year of every given <laughs> we got decade. we got like, it we got yeah, it yeah like it's sex it's just yeah what is that about what us? is that i'm not a pervert help me understand like okay okay here i am i'm trying to i need to understand that more after 22 years of marriage i do understand it but i need to understand it more like it's 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 a big deal and i think a lot of people in couples we talk to it's such a big deal it's not even happening on a regular in most, in a lot of marriages. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe not as regular as, as, as maybe the man the, would, as want. Man would yeah, want. Yeah. Um, and it's like a, it's a, an obligation. I don't for know women. by design. I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is. I think, you know, if I'm a man is absolutely enamored with woman. Like if you're talking, like I just think, and so I just think that's that, you know, Back in the day, okay, let me go theological for you real quick, just super quick. If you know, if you look at the Bible, the first man, the first woman, Adam and Eve, and there's this one point where they're they're given this garden, and there's one tree out of millions of trees, I suppose, that they can't eat from. God says you can eat any tree you want, just not this one. So there's this opportunity 
to choose. And for whatever reason, the woman chooses to eat the fruit from this tree. Mm-hmm. And which is the one thing and God said in the Bible and the Genesis account, if you do that, you'll, you know, you'll fall. That's to be the fall of man. And there'd be separation. So there's a point where Adam and theologically, but there is a moment where woman has fallen. She, it, she ate the fruit. She fell from mm-hmm. grace. Totally. And man had not yet Adam. And he had a decision to make God or woman. That's a, that's a true thought right there. And he, he took the apple and he ate it and he chose woman over God. Yeah. And I would say since then, every man's been trying to reverse that decision. So I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think sin has corrupted it for sure. And what, it, what, what men, a woman was never meant to be worshipped by a man, but they are. For instance, a porn, the porn industry. That it's is terrible. literally worship of... But idolatry. Yeah. And it's a billion, billion, billions of dollar industry. And that's the perversion of it's it, right? It's the perverted yeah, side of it. Yeah, for sure. I also think there's something to it. When God created woman, the last thing he ever created, he pulled woman from a man's side. That was the last thing he created. It was like when God, so on the creation account, does everything... And then he creates man. And then the last thing he creates creation. is he pulls woman from a rib out of man's side, right? Mm-hmm. And then he stops as if to say, that's it. Like, honestly, it doesn't get any better than this. Woman, quite literally, is the apex of creation. Yes, we are, girl. So hello. I think I've made my case to say there's a reason why us dudes are like, dang. You know, like, so babe. a secret to your heart is be saying, babe, let's have sex every day. Absolutely. <laughs> is that so superficial? But if, yes. Or at least you know it. My heart is okay. so full. Okay, or even if we don't, <laughs> but at least you know I'm I'm willing, down, and ready to go. And let me, yes. But let me clarify. If we didn't have a relationship, if we weren't best friends, totally. I mean, that would just be so empty. And I'm just, I need to be honest. And I'm, I'm going to speak honestly. Yes, I love sex with you. But let's come but from, let's come from these answers. It comes from a much where, deeper place yes, than just that, like fulfilling an animalistic need. Yeah. Let's, let's I'm just kind come of from the, like it. this whole conversation. Like, like that like, we're best friends. That's already been established. And maybe people are listening. Like that's already been established or is getting established in their relationship. Intimate affection. So, I would say like what talking is to a woman, like that connection, that communication. I would say not just sex, but like intimate affection. In fact, like I, we don't even like, as a husband and wife, like I wouldn't say sex, I would say making love because that's what it is. It's it's intimate affection. It's not just the act of sex. Like, come on, like what are you? That's great, but like we make love because there's this connection. So I yeah. think for me as a man, and maybe I'm super most men, like that's just super important to us. It, um, yeah. So I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but so what, that is a secret to what my heart. I, I I hear you saying yes. is is women or wives in general need to be more aware that that is a very big deal and it needs to be happening on a consistent is, and that's kind of a secret to your heart, a secret to a man's heart. I guess I would never want that to happen. Like obligatory. Is that the word? Like, like it's an obligation. Like you need to fulfill my needs. Like that to me seems so empty and again, superficial and not genuine. So, and maybe that's me. I don't, uh, but so it's like, um, cause you're afraid to, afraid to say that because of maybe being taken out of context or taken wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not just like, have sex, me caveman, do sex. You know, like, I mean, I want you to want but it too. But sex is a big deal. It no is. matter if you've been married for one year or you've been married for 22 years. I get super years. moody when we don't have sex for a bit. That is real. Like, you know that. And you're like, and sometimes you just be like, you need to have sex. I'm yep. like, I, yeah, yes, please. You know, like, I don't even know that. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I'm so busy or stressed that like, I'll be like, you'll be like, let's have sex. I'm like, no, I, I can't. I'm, you know, and I'm like, and I can't believe I'm saying those words. 
you know, and at the same time, but then, yeah, sometimes that literally is, it's like, no, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's. Which I, I actually think even here that it makes me excited because God intended that to be that way. Like sex should be a part of a marital relationship on, on a regular. Okay. And I think in general in society Amen. after marriage, like, like before marriage, it's like they can't keep your hand, can't keep your hands off each other. All you want to do is have sex. You're like, we shouldn't have sex for marriage. But then when you get married, kind of what happens is, is you don't even have enough sex. Weird. Right? I mean, I've never so, understood that. Never understood. But there's it. a so, lot more that comes into so play. So one of the keys to a man's heart is having really great sex and with affection. the woman he loves. Sex and affection, absolutely. Okay. Amen, sister. Practically, practically, a plus. You got an a plus on that one. Practically, um, I would say a secret to your heart would be believing in you, like believing that that you're the man that you can do it, um, and generally believing in you. Wow. And then I guess that would could be like supporting you, like believing in what, even if if you're doing something that I would not want to do, but like supporting you in it. I think that is huge now that you're saying it. Like for you to believe in maybe the dream I have or what I what I find dear, like you believe in me, I think more than like you encouraging me. And I love the encouragement. And maybe encouragement is a symptom of you believing in me. But when I when I know that you, my wife, believe in me, mm-hmm. when others don't, a lot of times when I don't believe in myself, yes, but you believe in me, I mean, nothing. that is a secret to my heart. Like there has been, I can't count how many times your belief in me has kept me going. Like I'm like, you're like, I believe in you. Okay, like, let's yeah. break that down. How can I, how do I, how can a wife or a woman show that in a practical way? Like let's, let's just break it down very practically. Support. Like, okay, for instance, like, I mean, there's so many times in my life where like, um, like, and I would say like support, not just like you telling me like, babe, I believe in you. That's good. But like support in front of others, like you backing me. Sometimes there's some crazy things we'd want to do. And you would be like, I, I believe we're going to do it. Like you just supporting me. Like that would, maybe I know. Cause I'm always like, I know what I don't want or what doesn't work. That's how I kind of figure out what works. And like the things that have hurt me the most over the years or that have been issues for us is like when we're with friends or family and you kind of. Um, make fun or bash or no you'd never make fun of but like you know you like you disagree with me or you you go at odds with me and i'm literally like can you not do that in front of people mm. like and i don't know why but it bothered it me the so much thing like, can you just do that in private but when you on the flip side would be like babe i know you can do this in front of other people i don't know what it is maybe that's just me but it's like you supporting me in front of other people it's like you're like hey i'm banking my reputation on my I'm husband's not. reputation yes. like, i believe in you yes I mean, my God, it's empowering. It makes me fall in love with you even more. I mean, and I think a lot of times why women may not do that enough is because they're unsure. Like a lot of husbands, and maybe you don't fall in this category completely, have these like crazy dreams. They're like ridiculous. They're actually kind of ridiculous. I, I've sat with some couples and I'm like, that is ridiculous. But it's so refreshing. Which maybe if you could accomplish your dream on your own, you're not dreaming big enough. Right. I'd say and it's that, so refreshing so when a ridiculous. wife is like, yeah, you know what? Your dream is actually ridiculous and I don't know how we're going to get there. But babe, I believe we can take small steps. We can do this. Right. Just even finding something in with that huge dream of believing in it, even if it seems ridiculous. Because I think women are so practical, like financial, like there's no way financially, there's no way practically. But like just believing in the moment, like, you know what? We could, we could start doing A, B, you know, believe in those small things. That's huge. Yeah. That is a secret to a man's heart. Believe in them. I mean, men, there's something to have a man that needs to, to accomplish, to conquer. And I'm not talking like go ravage a city, you know, like, but to conquer, to, to, um, to take, to achieve. Yeah. To like take ground. And 
it sometimes requires just an enormous amount of courage. Every time it requires an enormous amount of courage. And to have a woman who you've loved, who you've, and for men, vulnerability is hard. So a woman that a, a man has chosen to be vulnerable with, for that woman to back me, to believe in me. Makes you even better. Oh, man. I mean, you talk about like, like there's a bond there of like, yeah, man, like she believes in me. And it just makes me that much more want to love you make sure you're good. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it does. It does. And you know, I just was, I was with a couple young college girls who are not married yet. And they were talking about like a couple guys that they could be interested in. They were going off of all the reasons why they're, they're not interested. And I kind of was like bothered because this guy that they were kind of talking about was actually a really good guy, but he wasn't everything yet that they wanted. And I said, you know what, when I met Billy, he wasn't everything that I ever wanted, but there were some fundamental things that I absolutely adored. Really? Now listen, I'm going somewhere with this, <laughs> okay. but because- News to me. <laughs> I really do. A woman who believes in a man makes him even better. Like, That's true. And and it was the stuff that when I married yeah. you, and, and this kind of sounds arrogant, but I'm just going to say it. I made you better and vice versa. And it's because Agreed. I believed in you. Like the things that you doubted I practically in, raised I you. You made me better. But it's, it's so true all, Both though, true. Both very true. <laughs> it's like believing and supporting. And and that's, okay, yeah. here's another thing Good I want to know. Uh, visually, visually, I feel like a secret to a man's heart, it could be potentially, maybe this is really morbid and weird. I don't mm, know. But it's like, I feel like visually, you're very stimulated visually. Men are very stimulated well, that's, visually. You don't feel that. That's That's a given. We know that. Men okay. are stimulated visually. And Women are stimulated. Is there something with there like that is connection, communication? Yeah. Like me sitting down to coffee and a long talk with you for an hour is the equivalent of you walking in the room and taking your clothes off. <laughs> it, they have the same effect. <laughs> same effect. Our, our daughter's in the room. You're gonna learn today. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Healthy marriages. I'm not censoring this. That is a fact. Um, absolutely, men are stimulated visually. So. Okay, then that That's can make some girls that heart. can make some girls really insecure if they don't feel like they're the cookie cutter size two or four, which is so ridiculous in society. Uh, you mean right? like if they like don't belong to Runway has, has morbid, you know, views on what a beautiful woman looks like. I love that. Can I I'm gonna so, say this again. I'm gonna go back to the Bible because some of you need to read it more. Yes, this It'll is help good. you. I know what you're about to say. There is this verse in scripture that says beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And what that means is when someone falls in love with you, you are beautiful to them. And what you perceive or what culture would perceive as imperfections, like, oh, you're too big. Oh, you're too small. Oh, you don't have enough makeup on. Oh, your eyes are too far apart. Oh, your nose. Things that they have deemed not attractive to to the person who loves you, every inch of you is the best. And I don't know why people can't understand that, but those of us that are in healthy relationships, like that is a fact. In fact, ladies, if, if you're in a relationship where a man is wanting you to like since the time you like met. become something you're yes. not physically, visually, then I would get out of that relationship. Babe, like you're beautiful. I think you are the absolute beautiful. Now, there are probably men out there, they better not say to me, who don't think totally. the same way I think of you. They don't think the way your hair falls in your face is just absolutely angelic. They don't think that. They don't think the way your skin hangs over your frame is the best. They don't think your size is the best. And I would be like, say it to my face and I'll kill you. But in my mind, you are the standard. And that's because I love you. 
Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So I would say for women, this isn't like a superficial thing, paint yourself, make yourself look beautiful. You are beautiful. Own that. So what you do, you're not even wearing makeup right now. You're so sexy. You're wearing sweats and things, but you, what you have, you take care of really, really well and you present it. And in fact, honestly, there have been multiple times we've been in arguments and I'm going to be straight up. We've been in arguments. We've been going at it and you will literally just kind of look at me and smile like this little, like little, little like wry smile and you will pull up your shirt. And I will literally be like, not fair. You're not fighting fair right now. And the <laughs> you know fight You got girls, you got to do work whatever over. you got. You know now, what I mean? if I pulled you down my pants, you'd be like, gross. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have the same effect. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be so mad at me. But for me, I'm like, okay. Make the sound chick all I'd be up like, here. fight over. You know, it's so true. Yep. You know what? You know what's interesting. I was just thinking when you were talking about that is that maybe like a woman in her own skin, me being confident with who I am, is a turn on for you. Is a secret to your heart. So it doesn't matter if if you're a size twenty five or a size four. Just own what you got, and that's going to be so sexy and attractive, and a secret to your heart. That is so true. It's all about confidence. In yep. That. And I think can, can all of us do better to improve ourselves? Like, yeah. Am I trying? Do am I am I perpetually trying to kind of lose weight, trim up for you? Yeah. Totally. And also for me. Because I feel better. Like, do we take care of ourselves? Do I do I put on it's, deodorant so that you don't have to smell a taco right. truck on a like hot... We're, we're I not, mean, dear we, God, like, yes. We're acting like that that's all kind of dealt <laughs> yeah. with. You know? Work like, it, man. Like, you got to brush mean, your teeth and like take care of yourself. But you said something to me earlier. Like, you really appreciate me. Like, even if I'm like in sweats, but I like, I'm not living in sweats all day long. Like you said, there's something about like, you'll put sweats on and put your hair up and brush your teeth and you look so cute. Or if I come out with this cute V-neck, you know, more fitted you're like oh my god like it's not even what you're wearing it's the way you wear it and i'll say this okay i'm going back we're going to the bible a lot on this one but the bible used the word beautiful and good looking multiple times in scripture it only uses the word beautiful for very few people because there's only very few people like when it said um david and bathsheba it said bathsheba was beautiful what that means when the bible calls a woman beautiful it means no matter who you are you're just like no matter what nationality you are you're going to look at that person be like She's beautiful. beautiful. Everyone would universally agree. It is what that it is. That is such a small yeah. handful of people on the planet that everyone's like universally. I can't even think of one where everyone would be like, yeah, beautiful. But maybe they're out there. Good looking. David, the king of Israel, was called good looking. He was he was ruddy and good looking. I heard one, beautiful is what God gives you. Good looking is what you do with what God that, gives you. That, that's exactly, that's so So good. it's like, hey. Not, there is, there is like, is it 1% in the world that are actually genuinely, authentically beautiful? But all of us have. It's what you do with We it. have beauty and it's what you do. Good looking is like, I take what I have and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, what, what do you do with that? Do you take care of what you have? And then right there, that's when the Bible's like, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Mm. So, so for all the girls. Well, who are oh, beautiful, man. Is, hey, take care of what you, ha- what you have. Work what you got. And, and be confident in your own skin. And that's going to be such a secret to the right man's heart. Men are visual. And it's a secret to our heart. That's a fact. That's so good. Okay. It might be superficial. And so maybe it is. I don't know. Practically still talking yeah. about it. What else? What else would be some of the things? Maybe like um, having fun or um, I don't know. Like, like if, that, if that's a key to my heart. Yeah. Is that a key? Like a woman who doesn't take herself too serious or. Well, for me, I don't know. So I don't know for men, different men, you know, different men like would want someone that, um, you know, it would take control or something like that. I love that you don't take yourself serious. I love the fun spirit that you have, but I don't think that's universal. Um, okay. Taking care, taking care. Okay. Here's another one that I, that just, I remembered is, is that 
Okay, taking care of like the home. Like, okay, we know that women work full time and take care of the home, but like, is not it, all women do. Not all women. There are some women. There are some women. But, but practically speaking, is there something that like okay, for instance, when you come home from a long day of work, and I do too, if I was to have just laundry thrown everywhere, you know, and never caring about certain things in the home, like, is there certain things that a woman could do more of or should know about? I guess in general, that would be a secret to your heart when it comes to taking care of things Man, around? That's a good question. I, so I think a lot of men may disagree with me, but I, on our last podcast, I literally lost my mind on enough with male chauvinism. Um, so I would say like, not, that is not actually that important to me personally. Like, like that you take care of our home. Here's what it is. Like you make our home cozy. So I'm not like when I come home, I expect dinner on the table. I have friends. Uh, I use a f- word friend lightly with that. Because I, I have a hard time with that. But I have guys that I know that that's just like... It's a must. An absolute expectation. Different cultures sometimes. And I just fundamentally disagree with that. In fact, I'd be like, really? So when... I don't think you should have dinner on the table when I come home. That's not an expectation for me. Or in fact, spotless house. I love to walk home or, like, hey, babe, don't make anything. I ordered in. Food's coming. Like, I love to do that. Like I t- And you're a great cook. When you do do that, I'm so like... Oh my God. But it's never been an expectation. I don't expect that you, the house is spotless and my clothes are folded. Okay. So we know that you don't expect it, but what, but I'm trying to get to what I'm saying is like, you make our house, you make our house a home. And I love that. And that is definitely And what are some of the ways that you feel like Um, I make it a home? Walk in, candles lit. Um, it's kind of straightened up and I'll straighten up too, but like, it's you not might, a, not a disaster. Babe, I brewed you a pot There's of coffee. Dishes um, in the sink. No, no, no. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll take care of that too. Like I feel it's both and like if I walk in and there's dishes in the sink, I do the dishes. I don't be like, babe, why didn't you do the dishes? Um, one of the take care of what we have is kind of that sense of, yeah, you just, you make our house home. Like the way you kind of like, will buy certain blankets for the, the furniture and throw pillows, just different things that like make it comfy. You're really good like that. I think we both are that way, but like, so I would not say it's a key to my heart that you take care of the house. Um, one of the keys to my heart is how you, and I don't know so many ways that you've made our house a home. Mm. And I think that's inherent in most women. There's something inside of a woman that takes something and makes it better like that. Like you turn a house into a home. You take groceries and turn it into a, a great meal. Like there's, you take, you know, a seed and turn it into a child. There's something inside of a woman. Like I once heard a man say, I hate this thing, but it's like a woman's an incubator. Like they can take something and they just make it better. And you definitely do that. And that has been a key to my heart of just like, thank you. So, okay. So for the ladies out there, practically, there's something to be said about like, you don't have to have a spotless house, but whatever you have, you take care of it. And so the moment you walk into the home or into a car or into a situation, it's like, oh, my wife like cares enough to like take care. Do you ever feel, yes. Do you ever feel like I've put that on you? Never. But I think a lot of women have felt that or do feel that oh, way. Totally. So they could resent resent this conversation. But I would so say that's this. A fine line. I would say to the girls though, maybe you lean towards being a little bit slobby or this or that. I would say, you know what, maybe just take care of a little bit more. Take care of the house a little bit more. Take care of yourself, your parents. Like even if the relationship is in a rough place, I, I think that right there could actually help towards some of the change. And I kind of always bring it back to the men because I think a lot of responsibility we all have to own our responsibility. I think you're Maybe it's been easier for you to do that and you've never felt the pressure from me because I also help with it. Like I'll come in and straighten up the cushions. And so and I I'll want come to in. more. Yeah, and so you'll see it too. And I think we both do it. Like mm-hmm. we both make the bed in the morning. You don't just make the bed. I make the bed. A lot of times we make the bed together. Like we just do little things like that. Um, but yeah, I would say for sure. 
yeah, you're all my dreams are wrapped up in you, babe. So <laughs> romantically, and then practically, so romantically, sex, affection, your visual, you want us to look good. Believe in, believe, I believe, then, and you know that's bigger than you, all of that. Support you, say, and then I'm, practically take care, have fun, do do things that that I value things. Make where we live a home. Love like it. and help and actually that's a partner thing but yeah like if you do your part and I do my part yeah it's super great yeah I think we're doing all right here I do too. hey if you're listening hopefully this helps this has been kind of fun and I know some of this we talk about this from time to time at different podcasts but some of it's review and the truth of it is we're all on a journey we're all getting better at this no one shoots a hundred but um maybe understanding some of his secrets has helped some of the ladies out there maybe it's helped some of the dudes <laughs> so good but anyways we're in this together cheers cheers here's cheers. the coffee more good days. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we would love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at Billy's Mafia. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. Cheers.